Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well-cared-for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Welcome back to the Meditations and Musings podcast. I'm in a different room in my house this week, so if you hear a little bit of an echo, please excuse me. I'm not in my office. I'm not in my closet, which is where I used to record. And it's really windy out there, so you might hear a little bit of my bells and chimes. But I want to talk with you about something really important today, how to go from self-betrayal to self-trust. And as promised, if you've been here at this podcast, listening to my voice for a while, you've heard me mention my inner authority framework. It's my signature teaching for my Divine Self-Care Circle ladies. Ooh, if you haven't heard of it, we have been in circle together for six years now. This is our sixth year. 2021 is going to be year seven of the circle. And to be quite honest, I thought this was going to be our last year, but we're doing a few different things for the next year. And in some ways it's going to be a brand new circle. Um, you know, just like life evolves, just like you're still you now, but five years ago, eight years ago, 15 years ago, you were a different version of yourself. And so it's time for the circle to take another leaf in evolution. And this one is going to be focusing on the path to self-trust, creating your inner authority and how to go from self-betrayal to self-trust is going to be the theme. So today I want to walk you through the pieces of the framework and share with you the process that's going to be really valuable to you if you have had experiences where you can look back now, maybe in the moment it wasn't as clear, but now that you're older and wiser, that you're ageless and wise beyond your years, you can see that there are times, specific moments, perhaps even in your life where you did something because you thought it was logical or practical. I'll share a story where I really did betray myself. One of many, (laughs) to be quite honest. Um, But now I'm so clear on why I did that. I'm clear on why I even in some ways had to do that and how I made the best of it, right? Because just because you make a mistake in your life doesn't mean you have to punish yourself uh, for it forever. It means that you get to a point where you understand that you did things with the information and ability and um, enlightenment or lack of that you had at the time. And maybe you wouldn't do that again, or you definitely would not do that again, but that's a really powerful realization, okay? So I wanna invite you to understand that when we do betray ourselves from listening to other people's 
opinions. You've heard me talk about false agreements in past episodes. I'll link to a past episode in the show notes. I have a whole book coming out about it because this is the most important thing that we as women can learn in our lives is to trust ourselves first and last in any and every decision we make in our lives. Now, this doesn't mean we don't consider other people's feelings, right? Because you know, especially as moms, like that's all we ever do, right? Is we're constantly thinking about what do they need? Are they hungry? Like, do they have everything they need? All the logistics that are involved in momming and wifing and all the stuff, right? So when I say you trust yourself and make yourself the first and last authority, live life on your own terms, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden nobody else matters. In fact, they matter more because you're showing up really honestly, right? And not pretending, not just falsely showing up in a way that you think you're supposed to, because ultimately it leads to a ton of resentment, a ton of repressed emotions, and you end up exploding, (laughs) either imploding on yourself through autoimmune disease, through weight gain, through um, disappointments, through unlived um, dreams, right? Through limited sexual pleasure, all kinds of things, okay? Um, Versus trusting yourself to say, this works for me, that doesn't work for me. Yes to that, no to that, more of that, less of this, right? Like you can feel the empowered perspective from there. And of course, you can still be kind and compassionate and generous to others. But by having really good boundaries, which is part of the inner authority framework, which I'm going to share the three major steps and some of the smaller steps to it. (laughs) This isn't going to be a training. In fact, um, I will be doing a live training sometime really soon in the next couple of weeks in my free Facebook group. I believe that's where I'm going to do it. Um, The way to find out about this is to get on my email list at elenalipson.com and or follow me on Instagram at Elena underscore Lipson, where I will be announcing and sharing links to the free training on creating your inner authority and learning how to trust yourself first and last and stop betraying yourself. So let's just dive right in. And I'm going to start by sharing a time where I betrayed myself and it really screwed me in the end, but then it didn't screw me and it did screw me in anyway. Okay, so I don't think I've ever shared this story here. I've shared it in my inner divine self-care circle. That's where you get like all the the goodies, the tools, the trainings, all of the stuff. So if you want to go deeper with this path to self-trust and learning how to build your inner authority and you're like, hell yes, I'm ready to go in there, then you can hop in the circle. I've decided this year for the first time ever to keep the doors open. And yes, I will do uh, special promotional launches throughout the year where I add on some really cool bonuses, maybe some cool um, one or two free months, things like that. But if you're ready for the work now, I want you to be able to receive the support that you need now. And you can simply find that in Instagram, Elena underscore Lipson. It's the first link in my bio. And you'll always find the link in my show notes with the most current episodes. So Okay, so we're going to go back now to when I was still living in California and I was um, probably like six months pregnant or something like that. And my husband and I had had a conversation just before I, I got pregnant or we got pregnant where 
he all of a sudden had this idea because the real estate market was going bazonkers in California that we would be better off moving to a place with more affordable real estate. Not anymore. Um, it's not affordable here anymore. Well, it is still comparatively, but still it's pretty crazy. Um, where we could have a slower pace of life, have more nature. And he thought we should move to Washington state. <laughs> well, I looked at him in that moment when he said that, and I was like, uh, what are you even talking about? And I felt my world tilt a little bit. Like it was one of those moments where, you know, that you've been saying something for so long that now it's happening. And you're like, no, this isn't right anymore, but you don't say anything. So it kind of just, the truck just keeps trucking along. And the reason I say that is because for years before I met my husband, before we got married, before I had my son, I always said, I will live anywhere if I can be at home with my son, raising him. And, you know, that was just my sort of ideal. But I didn't take into account because it wasn't even a thing back then that I could work from home and have a business. Like I knew you could remote work for some companies, but having a business working from home wasn't like in my paradigm at, the, at that moment. So for me, it was like either work at home, I mean, be at home with my child or work at corporate. And there was nothing in between or you have a business, but the business was still something like super like brick and mortar. Like I didn't, the online world wasn't what it is now. Okay. You can literally start a business in a day. I'm telling like for real, you can, uh, and make your first sale too. But back then it wasn't a thing. So I was thinking like really in these like binary terms, like either this or that. And I was choosing being home with my kid. And I said, I would live in Kentucky if I needed to. Like that was sort of my ideal. Well, I was saying it for so long <laughs> that when my husband finally said, let's move to Washington when, you know, in the next, like it wasn't right that day. Like we weren't even pregnant yet or anything like that. But he said, I think when we have a kid, we should move to Washington. And I'm like, uh, what? And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I did say I would move anywhere to have a more practical lifestyle and be home with my child, not have some, like not have to hire someone to watch them and not have to do daycare or whatever. That was like my idea. So in that moment, I was like, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> like not really thinking it was going to come to anything but I had not realized who I was talking to it was my husband. Like when he gets an idea in his head, he like moves on it pretty quickly. So fast forward to, we got pregnant and things are starting to move forward. We're still in California and we start coming to visit Washington Pacific Northwest. I'm like I'd never been here in my life, like Seattle North, never. Like it just wasn't on my radar. I'm a New York girl. Okay. I grew up in New York. And I moved to California for the sunshine. Why would I live in a rainy place of the country? Like, it just wasn't something I wanted to do. But there was part of me that was really felt confused, I guess, is the right way to place it. Like, I knew that leaving California would be really sad and painful because my sister lives there with her husband and two kids who I'm super close with. I was there when they were born. I'm still really close to them. They're like in college and law school now, so you can get a sense of time here. Um, and I just knew, like, I love California. Why would I leave? <laughs> Why would I move somewhere that, you know, I never even wanted to move? So I can remember even visiting and we flew in. I think I was like maybe a month or two months pregnant, maybe two or three months. I'm like in the first trimester. 
And we flew into Seattle. We were going to go visit his brother, my husband's brother and wife and kid. I think they had one child already. And um, we drove out of the airport in our rental car. And I just looked around. I was like, ew, <laughs> everything's so gray. Ew. And I just, it was like, I never quite understood. I almost felt like I was having an out-of-body experience. Like, what the heck am I doing right now? Why am I here? Like, how did this happen? But along the way, I just never quite got to the place of saying, we're not moving here. Like I just sort of was going with the program because I said I would, because I always said, and you know, to validate my husband, of course, you know, he loves me. We're super honest now. We've been together for 20 years, 23 years now. Is that right? 20 years? No, 20, I think it's 20 years this year, something like that. Um, he's not a bad guy. He's a great guy. He's my husband. I adore him. And I told him I would move anywhere to live in a place where we could, you know, buy a decent house and all that stuff, right? Even though I had all these like dreams of abundance and luxury that I wanted, I was being the practical good wife, right? And so I never really told him how I felt. Like, to be perfectly honest, he didn't really understand. I mean, I'm sure he had some idea, like, it's sad for me to leave because I love, you know, my family, but he wasn't doing it out of spite or anything like that. It's just what he thought was right as the dad, as my husband. And the condo that we were living in sold for, you know, really good profit. So we had this chunk of money we could come and really get settled with. And the real estate market was going bazonkers. So technically if we wanted to buy something new, we'd have to buy something bigger because we lived in a, like a two bedroom condo. So we thought, we thought the next logical step was buying a house, which was like triple almost the amount of money that we had paid for our condo. And so it was a, and you know, it's not like our income was going to triple and I was looking at leaving work. And I didn't know if I was going to continue my coaching business when my son was born, because you just don't know like how that's going to go. I was really scared. I was operating from fear and lack and limitation. And so we ended up moving. Obviously we're here now. <laughs> we are here by choice now. So things unfolded really well, but the, the point I want to make, and I write a lot more about this story in my upcoming book, which I'm really excited to share really soon, um, is that in that moment, I didn't speak up. I didn't say, you know, I get what you're saying, but let's look at some other options. This isn't what I want. I want to stay here with my family. Like I just didn't say any of that out loud. When I did say it was about, I would say we were living here already for about three, four years, something like that. And my husband read this book called Radical Honesty by Brad Blanton. And I, I've talked about this before. And we sat down at the table. He's like, okay, tell me what you're upset about. And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Right? It's like the banner of I'm fine. We're all fine, but we're not fine. We're never fine, but I was fine. And he's like, come on, you know, give it to me. Give me what you got. Like, tell me what you're angry about. And finally, somehow I worked up the courage and I feel like I had enough trust in the moment that he really was being honest. Like he just wanted to hear me. And I said, well, I guess I'm angry about moving to Washington. <laughs> and he's like, well, you don't look angry. And I just sat there like feeling like, uh, I don't really know what it, what it looks like to be angry. I don't know what that is. And that was really the beginning in a lot of ways through my physical illness that I had created by not speaking up, by, by like holding, holding myself back, by overworking, by all these like after years of not really 
being intuitive with my body and my soul and my voice. It all came to this head where I was, I was diagnosed with this autoimmune disease and I was feeling terrible in my body and I was, had precancerous colon cells and it was, I was a mess, you know? And this turning point of trusting myself to speak up in that moment was the beginning of our new journey where I felt like a new level of honesty, a depth of honesty had opened up in our relationship and I could trust him to hear the truth, my truth, and to be okay with it, you know? And I was trying as much as I could to separate blaming him because I knew that I couldn't blame him for anything. I was a, a, an aware adult making a decision with him. I just hadn't spoken up about what I really wanted. And so I betrayed my own voice, my own desires at that moment by being practical and logical and going with the flow, okay? So that, that journey to where we are now is so different. <laughs> like you can barely get a moment in where I'm not being honest with him and not in a bad way. I'm not like, I don't, I'm not angry. I just, I'm very dedicated to my own truth. I'm really dedicated to trusting my own desires. I'm dedicated to trusting my own intuition. I'm dedicated to trusting, navigating by my insight in the moment and not waiting until later to speak up my truth. That was like my pattern. I would, I would be upset about something and I wouldn't even know how to articulate it until two weeks later, a month later. And by then he's like, I don't even remember what you're talking about, right? And look, I mean, I'm, I'm compiling, like I'm condensing a really long journey into a podcast blip of a story. So I just want you to understand there's a lot more involved to this story. There's like family and money and wellness and child, like all of it, right? There's a lot. But I'm, I'm giving you like this hyper-focused moment on a moment, where, a moment where I betrayed myself by not speaking up about what I wanted and how that led to this entire unfolding of moving to a different state, choosing to, to where I, there was a possibility in that moment, if we hadn't had that conversation, you know, it could have really gone poorly where I would have just kept building up this resentment and then all of a sudden exploding it all over him or continuing to implode on myself, which I was doing. Um, which is how I ended up with this autoimmune and all kinds of stuff that I was experiencing physically, which I can share more in later. And I've actually shared about this. I'm not going to go deep into it. But this inner authority framework that I've created is really a result of what I believe that women are now moving into more and more and need to move into more and more because our voices are more important than ever in our own lives, in the world at large, in our kids' lives. And we are so inundated with other people's voices, opinions, expectations, permission, all kinds of stuff, right? Which I write about in my upcoming book, where we must, we must learn to trust ourselves and act from that place so that we can teach our children to, so that we can teach those around us to, so that we can act from a place of honesty and integrity within our own lives. So I'm going to walk you through this framework and invite you to go deeper with me to learn how to implement each element into your own life through this free workshop that I have coming up sometime in September. <laughs> I'm going to share the date with you soon. It's, it's probably going to be like the 22nd, but maybe sooner if I can pull some pieces together. Um, but either way, if you're following me on Instagram at Elena underscore Lipson and you're, or you're on my email list at elenalipson.com, you will have the invitation to this. Um, it's going to be limited to about a hundred people right now because the way I have my zoom set up So make sure you get your name on this when I post it because once it fills up, that's it And it's a free training. So I don't think I'm going to be recording it and sending it out um, 
actually, let me, let me, let me back up on that. I will be recording it and sending it out. I, I don't like when people do that. So I'm not going to do that. It's going to be a recorded training. So either way, um, it will be a recorded training that I will, I will send out to you and then you'll have the choice whether you want to take it deeper and learn how to really navigate each aspect. So the three aspects to the inner authority framework are voice, energy, and values. Through aligning our voice, we have an inner anchor of agency where we get to decide. And the three elements under voice are learning to connect with your intuition, constantly auditing your boundaries. I mean daily. <laughs> like You're thinking, okay, that's a lot of work. No. Once you have good boundaries in place, they need to be audited very diligently because people will step all over that shit, right? Not willingly, not because they're bad people, but because we just want to be nice, right? So we're going to get rid of that nice gene and we're going to audit our boundaries with love so we can create containers and real relationships in our lives, not based on obligation. And the third element of voice is to declare your desires, speak them, share them, know them. If you can't sit down right now and make a list of 10 things you desire or want in your life, that's an aspect of missing, that's missing in your voice. That's going to come through when you speak up for yourself or ask for what you want. You're going to be, you're going to be contained to this tiny little seed of a desire where you can, you can sort of expect people around you to know what you want. But if you don't have the courage to speak it, you're always going to be hoping someone just automatically knows. That's the inner anchor of voice. The second element to the inner authority framework is your energy, which comes through what I call your body wisdom. And the three elements of your energy or aligning with your body wisdom is number one, implement daily rhythms. Our bodies and our energy loves rhythms. We love daily rhythms. We love rhythms with nature. We love rhythms with our own personal cycles. Implementing those daily rhythms will release so much energy of having to try to recreate the wheel every day. You just have things that become habitual and start to release all that creative energy to focus on something joyful and fun and profitable. Okay, that's number one. Number two under energy and body wisdom is trust your body and your pace. When you're trying to emulate somebody else's pace, it's never going to work. It's like trying to um, emulate someone's brand colors or messaging or way of mothering or whatever, dressing, right? It's never about you. It's always going to be some version of them layered over who you are, who you think you are. So trusting your body and your pace is key to managing and aligning your energy with your body wisdom. And the third one under this um, aspect is simplify to amplify. Ooh, simplify to amplify. This is one of my key messages because I believe in like clearing clutter inside yourself, in your environment, in your life, in your kid's schedule, in your everything. Simplify to amplify. If you want more, if you want to make more money and have more abundance, have more time and energy and desire, you need to do what's right for you, of course, but I believe that simplifying to the most core elements of what you want is gonna help you to amplify more of what you want, right? Trying to do all the things and be all the things for all the people is a drain. It's a freaking drain. 
And of course, there's a time in our lives when our kids are small where we feel like there's just so much to do. And that's natural and normal, but you also have a choice. Okay, the third aspect of the inner authority framework is values. Values, it's like one of the first things I learned as a coach 20, over 20 years ago, 22 years ago, whatever. Like values, it's not a very sexy word, but it's so important. If you don't know what your values are, then you just get to like react to what's happening in the moment versus really being intentional with your time, energy, and money. So that's the first step under values. To learn to be soul guided, you need to have these three things in place. One is invest time, energy, and money with intention. If you're not doing it with intention, then you're being reactive based on your mood, emotions, your sadness, and your fear, and other people can manipulate you really, really easily versus you being soul-guided saying yes to that, no to that, okay? The second aspect of values and being soul-guided is discern your wants from your needs, but also the, the wants and needs of others versus your own discern your wants versus your needs. So if you can really get in there with yourself and spend time with yourself, right, which is a good thing to do anyway, you'll start to hear like, oh, I think I like this more. Oh, I think this is used to be a want, but it's a, actually a need. I need someone to come in and clean my bathrooms and my home every month or two weeks. I need that. I used to want it thinking it was a luxury, but now I understand in order to be present in my business and to be able to take a bath anytime and to be fully like in my home and walk in and enjoy the cleanliness. I, I love to invest time. I'm, I love to invest money to hire this amazing woman to come in and clean so that I can have what I want right? and I need. So you can see how that starts to fit together. And the final aspect of values and being soul guided is routinely up level and declutter routinely, on a regular basis, not just spring cleaning, all the time, look around you and start to remove anything that no longer serves where you're going. Start to up-level. If you're using like a freaking can opener that's rusted, <laughs> spend 10 bucks to get a new one. Your quality of life will significantly increase with a $10 investment in something that you use all the time if you do use a can opener or whatever, right? Um, get yourself a better pillow, underwear, like the things that we put up with and tolerate start to drain our energy. And it doesn't have to be about spending a lot of money. It really doesn't. There's like so many options now, right? There's amazing things at really good deals. Um, if you're into that kind of stuff, <laughs> I love a good deal. I love really great things at a really good price. Okay. So just to review, the inner authority framework is made up of three aspects. One is to align your voice to your inner anchor. So it becomes so clear when you speak, it comes from a place within that's really aligned with what you truly want, with your intuition, you have really good boundaries and you can declare what you want at any given time. The second one is energy, being attuned with your body wisdom by implementing daily rhythms, trusting your own pace in your body and simplifying to amplify your energy. Less is more. And finally, your values become soul guided through investment of time, energy, and money with intention by discerning your wants versus needs, making sure they're your own and not others, and by routinely up-leveling and decluttering your external environment. 
So this is the foundation of what I teach. I teach you how to do that in life, business, in the bedroom. In my circle, this is going to be the focus of going from self-betrayal to self-trust, from becoming the final and most important authority in your own life and living life on your own terms. So how exactly this is going to play out in the circle, I'm going to let you know. <laughs> but first, we're going to start with doing this in-depth training, giving you examples under each one, um, giving you some takeaways and worksheets and how to actually um, use this framework in your life through specific use of examples. And I'm going to walk you through all of it. I can't wait to teach this on a deeper level. I hope you've got an, just a, a, a tiny inkling of what it's like through what we've talked about today, about what it feels like to be able to trust yourself, speak up for yourself, claim your desires, and start living on your own terms and stop betraying yourself. Again, this is not the same as not giving a shit about other people. It's totally not what I'm saying. I hope you get that. It's really about understanding that the more you can trust yourself and speak up for what you need and want, the more you're going to have honest relationships, true relationships, aligned relationships, and you stop the cycle of self-betrayal in its tracks. And then you're a powerful badass, <laughs> okay? You know exactly what you want, when you want it. You ask for it clearly with compassion and kindness. And that is what I want for you. That is what I want for myself. It's what I want for my son. It's what I want for you raising your kids and taking on amazing clients and building beauty and ease and profit in your life. And if you want some more specific help with that, um, the circle is open. Like, come on in. We have two calls every month, live calls with me. It's a place where you can be fully you. You don't need to hide. You don't need to like pretend to be stronger or whatever. You can just show up as you and you are fully, fully welcome to connect, to be fully you and present. I truly hope to see you there. Um, I have a really cool offering right now where you can try the first month for $27. After that, it's $97 a month. You can check out all the details, all the topics we cover. There's a link in the show notes, head on over there. And there's a link in the Instagram, but you can only get the trial link in the show notes to the podcast. The link in the Instagram goes to the full price offering. So if you want a trial version, you can get that in the show notes right now. All right, my friends, I'm going to go take the dog for a walk because that's what she wants. And of course, I have to honor her needs first, right? <laughs> so I hope you have an amazing day. Take care of yourself. Listen to this episode again if you were like, already found yourself sort of playing different scenarios in your own mind, do yourself a favor and listen again, rewind and listen again so that you can start to look at different aspects of your own life through the lens of the inner authority framework that we just went through. All right. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts, your reflections, your aha moments, as Oprah would say. You can share any of those with me. And thank you so much for all of those who do already share with me in the DMs. Um, and also, if you're like, I really want to hear you talk about this specific thing or have a question for me that you want to me to talk about on the podcast or on Instagrams, um, DM me. And I promise to answer everything within at least a day or two. <laughs> and I do check everything myself. So I promise I will answer. Thank you again for being here. I'd be so honored if you shared this with a friend or two and you, can, you guys can start your own little discussion about it. And uh, of course, reviews are always welcome. 
and have an amazing, amazing day. Go take care of yourself and I'll see you on the next episode of the Meditations and Musings podcast. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life, business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success, pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elenalipson.com forward slash gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.